Caitlin Bloom, and welcome to Talk Therapy to Me, where we learn to practice self-awareness and self-care and meet our individual needs. No couch required. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. So excited you decided to join me today. We're going to do a sharp veer to the right. As I know, we've been talking about anxiety for the last few episodes. However, I really wanted to take this time and talk a bit about what's going on with Kentucky. I'd also like to offer some resources and ways for people to offer assistance if they can or they feel inclined to. As of this past week, the death toll from the flooding in eastern Kentucky has reached 37 and dozens of people are still missing, which is utterly devastating. There have been search and rescue teams, of course, but due to collapsed bridges and just overall chaos in general, it's been a really slow process. Hundreds of people have been displaced due to this flooding, and while it may not directly affect you, there's still a sort of shock and despair that settles in when we witness the tragedy of what others are experiencing. In some sense, we feel and experience it with them. I think that's part of the human condition, being able to really recognize when someone is going through a harrowing or troubling experience and offering them compassion and understanding in the midst of it. This is collective trauma. It's an event that shatters us, thrusts us into uncertainty as we try to grapple with the reality of the situation. Collective trauma is separated into two groups, those who directly experienced an event and those who are far removed from the event itself and are still affected. It does not merely reflect an historical fact, the recollection of a terrible event that happened to a group of people, but it suggests that the event itself rests in the collective memory of the group or society as a whole. It comprises not only a reproduction of the events, but also an ongoing reconstruction of the trauma and an attempt to make sense of it. If you recall how we've talked about trauma in the past and on previous episodes, trauma affects us all differently and we can be really overcome, overwhelmed, and also be affected by people who experience it, especially if we're close to them or know someone in that area or just naturally inclined to step into empathy. And all of us are just trying to make sense of it. Like, what is going on? How do I process this? Sociologist Kai Erickson eloquently describes the similarities and differences between individual and collective trauma and their impact on the self. He said, by individual trauma, I mean a blow to the psyche that breaks through one's defenses so suddenly and with such brutal force that one cannot react to it effectively. By collective trauma, on the other hand, I mean a blow to the basic tissues of social life that damages the bonds attaching people together and impairs this prevailing sense of community. I would say that, yes, we are talking about the floods today and like all of the devastation that has caused 
However, I think something we can talk about later is how other collective trauma has manifested in our world and what's going on in our country right now. So keep that definition in mind, keep that churning in your head, and we'll touch on it later too. In general, people who are directly affected by the traumatic event itself, collective trauma rests in how to support each other and promote group preservation. So basically, it's also something that can offer a sense of meaning to people who experienced it, and then they feel less alone by the crushing weight of the situation. It clarifies that the essence of meaning is connection. There was always comfort in someone else understanding what you experienced. I think it's great when you don't even have to explain it. You can just look at someone and know, and you don't have to detail all of the events, all of the specifics of what you experienced. Someone else just gets it. And there's something so comforting about that to me. Another interesting thing to note is that even when the dust settles and things feel more put back together, the residual effects of trauma will remain. These effects of trauma on the construction of collective meaning may ironically increase as time just elapses. Time goes on from the traumatic event, time passes, time there's been weeks, months, years from this, and the focus of memory shifts from that painful loss and devastation of lives of the situation itself to the long-term lessons groups gain from that trauma. The questions that come up could be simply like, where do we go from here? Or even, how can we prevent this from happening again? Honestly, another one could be, how do I show up for others in situations like this, even if it doesn't directly affect me? Some of them may be hard to answer, but it's really important to explore those in order for us to make sense of the situation. This leads us into the conversation of what we can do about it. Again, it can feel debilitating, overwhelming, kind of hopeless to not know what to do to offer assistance to those in need. However, there are many things we can do. If you're local, aka in Kentucky or in the Eastern Kentucky area, we're going to be sharing some location-specific information that could be more pertinent to that area. There are many places who are honestly asking for food, clothing, and any other donations people are able to give. And just wanted to say, like, for that information, check out our YouTube page, Mindsight Behavioral Group, to hear Shayla Brown discuss more information regarding that. She is going to have an image for it that will just show you all the resources and where you can look for that kind of stuff. Overall, I'm going to touch on some other resources, relief funds that could be helpful for donations or anything, honestly, that aren't necessarily local to the area and they have online ways to get in contact with them. One is the Team Eastern Kentucky Flood Relief Fund. It was started by Governor Bashir on Kentucky.gov 
and it's already raised over $680,000, which is amazing. The Red Cross in Kentucky is another option as they have set up a shelter in Hazard, Kentucky already. I believe they've been asked to set up another shelter nearby. Their fundraiser can be found on redcross.org. There's another grassroots advocacy movement called Appalachians for Appalachia, and they've created a Google Doc for organizations such as schools and churches that are providing shelter. The group is also compiling locations that are accepting material donations and detailing specifically what is being requested. So you don't have to just sit there and be like, uh, I don't know, what do I give, what do I do? Save the Children is another organization that has worked to protect children in the aftermath of natural disasters from hurricanes to wildfires and is now accepting donations to its 2022 Eastern Kentucky Flood Crisis Fund. These donations will go toward providing essential items like water, hygiene kits, and diapers. The ARH Fund Flood Relief is accepting monetary and material donations, including cleaning supplies, baby formula, diapers and supplies, pet food, personal hygiene items, food, other essentials. The Foundation for Appalachian Kentucky, a nonprofit community group in Hazard, Kentucky, is accepting donations through its Appalachian Crisis Aid Fund. The Kentucky Department of Agriculture is accepting donated goods in Frankfort, Kentucky through August 5th with bottled water, toiletries, and non-perishable items taking top priority. Alongside the multiple GoFundMe campaigns to help individuals, families, and communities in Eastern Kentucky, GoFundMe has set up an overarching Summer Storms Relief Fund 2022 to donate to victims of the flooding in both Kentucky and St. Louis. So with all of that said, if you feel inclined, check out those resources for relief and funding. I'll include them in the description of this episode so that you can click on them. However, if you just do a quick Google search with any of those names, you'll be able to find something. Yeah, so thanks again for joining Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. Talk to you soon.